Yeah, I've hit record. I have hit record. I've hit record too. Okay, you two ready? Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, here we go. One, yep. two, three. Hello, and welcome back to another edition of Kent and the Steering Team for yet another week. As always, you are joined by myself, Phil, my good mate, Bianca, and Drew. See, I'm doing it alphabetically there. Um, unfortunately, Kent can't be with us this week. He's actually off um, trying to find 150 candles because this is our 150th episode. Woo! Anyway, on with the show. <laughs> Bianca, how are you? Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm fairly impressed we did that unplanned. Yes, I know. We're, we're doing a new thing this week of spontaneously calling and spontaneously hitting record, but, but we're making it work and it is... Yeah, it's going well for us, I guess. Um, hopefully, hopefully, what this does uh, is it means that all that kind of chatting and pre-planning or talking about the topics off-air and basically saying everything there is to be said about the topics off-air won't happen this week because they will all happen on-air. So it's a new strategy we're trying. <laughs> Sometimes it's audience, the good stuff. It yeah, like it's the old strategy. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> we do have this issue now of we'll talk about the topics Oh, sorry, talk about what topics we'll talk about. Talk about the topics then and basically say everything there is to be said and have nothing left to talk about that's fresh or new and have to kind of pretend like we're hearing things for the first time on air then. And it's very difficult to do that. But no, on this edition, this 150th edition of the show, we've got psychology on the mind, I guess. I don't know if that's, I mean, that's kind of funny saying it like that. But nonetheless, we have psychology on the mind. Um, We also have a little bit more on that topic in the form of Britney Spears. Who is she? Mm. Who is she really? Anyway, on with the show. Is she a girl or is she a woman? Or is she a uh, basically a very, very artificial human being being controlled by um, several people in her life? We'll wait and see. Um, <laughs> Bianca, I hear that you had something for us for on air, something like that. Yes. Something to do with psychology. So I have a little test for you guys. For any of the viewers at home, it's actually a very good test to do you on viewers? your friends. Listeners, sorry. Viewers. Listeners, that's the one. You're actually listening. Sorry. Um, yes, no, it's for... <laughs> I'm tired. It's late. Um, but no, for the listeners at home and for you guys, um, it's a little test you can do to... Look like get a bit of mental knowledge about your friends on how they think their life is and how they view their life and with some very simple questions and would you guys like to know a bit more about your life? Yes, sure. sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I have three questions. Um, they're very easy. They're not that hard. Yep. And I'll ask you both both of them one after another, all three of them, and then afterwards I'll give you your results. Okay. Sure. Okay. What's, okay. Wait, wait, just quick, just quickly. What are we, what are we determining in these, these answers? What's the, what's the outcome related to? I can't, I can't tell you the outcome. Okay. Because okay. it'll ruin it. Um. Let's go I in tell blind. You the outcome, yeah, yeah, you have to go, go in blind. blind. It's not something. I'm excited because you you'll trick yourself into answering something. Yeah. Okay. okay. I like not knowing a single thing about this. Let's do it. All right. So the first question. I'll go with Phil first because I wrote your names down here just so I can write down your answers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the first question I'll ask to Phil. Phil, mm-hmm. what is your favourite animal? 
A dog. Okay, a dog. And, oh no, my pen's not working. Uh, what are three characteristics of a dog that you like in a dog? Like, what are the three characteristics of the dog that you like? Me? Yeah. Uh, loyalty, playfulness, and um, the third one would be curiosity. Okay. Now, Drew? Yes. Same question to you. What is your favourite animal and what's three characteristics of that animal that you really greatly admire? I feel like this changes for me constantly, but the one I keep coming back to is penguins. Um, penguins? Yeah, the penguins. Uh, the three characteristics. The three characteristics about penguins. Um, I like the fact that they generally live in a very cold climate. I like the way they move. I think it's fantastic that they alter between the way they walk and then sliding along on the ice. And I've always been fascinated by how the father penguins regurgitate the food for the young. (laughs) And look after the young. They're the ones that stay behind and look after the young. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Also, they make a funny sound. They go, they and, and if if you grew up watching your cartoons, they go. Yes, Bianca. Back onto our okay. Question. So that that's really good. Those are very good descripting descriptive things. Question two. What is your favorite, Phil will go with you first, what is your favorite article of clothing? But it, and it can be something specific, like it can be like a specific t-shirt you wait, have. Wait, 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 do you mean do you mean something that I own or do you mean something as in like, do I prefer t-shirts or shorts or it long sleeve tops? It can be either. Or? It can be absolutely either. So it can either be your favorite like pair of shoes or your favorite jumper, or it could also be, you know what, I really love a good pair of boots. Like what okay. is your, what is your favorite article of clothing? Shoes. Shoes? Yeah, I don't have a specific one, but I love shoes. I collect a lot of vans. I try to collect vans and converses. I always wear them because I like them too much. But no, actually, I can look. I can be. I can be more. I can be more specific. No, but I always end up wearing them, and they get dirty and ruined. I can be more specific. It's my probably my unboxed Toy Story, Woody, um, the cowboy vans that I have. Toy Story, Woody the cowboy vans that I have at home. I have ones that I wear, but I've also got an unboxed pair. So the unboxed Toy Story shoes, your favorite, favorite pair of shoes. Why are they your favorite pair of shoes? What are the three, what are three things about it that you greatly love about them? Like. Number one, look. Number two, nostalgia. And number three, um, the quirkiness of them. Like, for example, on the underside, it says Andy, like what? Woody's shoes say on them. Excellent. Those are three very good answers. Okay. Drew, same question. What is your favorite article of clothing? And uh, what are the three characteristics you love about them? It's sitting next to me and guaranteed everyone that knows me knows I wear it all the time. It's my black Converse jacket. Uh, three characteristics. One. I've never seen you wear that before. Funny. 
your favorite article of, lo- of clothing and everyone would know what it is, yet I know it, no, have no idea what the hell it is. The black zip-up <laughs> hoodie I wear all the time. Nah. No idea. Oh my god, you were just not perceptive. <laughs> you are not at all perceptive. All right. I wear it every single day. That thing... Oh, I, okay. Uh, you're just doing that to move it along. <laughs> yep. Yep. Because I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Okay. I've never seen you wear it. <laughs> I have photos of and videos of us where I'm wearing it. Anyway, okay. on with the show. Uh, three characteristics about it. Um, it has very strong sentimental value because I purchased it in Canada on a school trip. Uh, it is filled with holes and yet it keeps me really warm when I need to be warm, but it's also thin enough that it keeps me cool when need be. Um... Third thing is that I just really like the design, and even though I've seen similar ones over the years, and I've even had a similar one bought for me, it's not quite the same one. It's yep. unique. I'm gonna write. My yeah, notes. I'm taking. I'm taking. I'm taking very good notes of this conversation, boys. That's why I'm going silent when you're answering. No, um, no, all good. Now the last question is going to sound like a bit of a weird one. But, As opposed to the uh, first two. <laughs> yeah, well, this one's extra weird. What is your favorite body of water? Now, by this, I mean it can either be a very specific body of water, like it can be the Cooks River. No one likes the Cooks River, though. Um, <laughs> or it can be like uh, a lake, like just you like lakes or you like the sea or you like the ocean or you like... Uh, yep. yep. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Easy. So, yep. All right, Phil, you go first. Um, I will say my favorite body of water, I, I'm not sure what it's called exactly. It's the waters off the coast of Norway, because on several occasions, I don't know if that's specific enough for you. That works. Water off okay. the coast of, is it, is it a sea or is it an ocean? It's a, it's seas because it's, there's the Oslo Fjord, but there's also other little areas that kind of are around it that mean... That I've swum in that I like and think they look beautiful. Okay. What are three characteristics? Why do you like them? Nostalgia. Um the temperature. It's it's sometimes too cold. And you think about the fact that it's in the Arctic, basically, but at the same time it's not too cold. It's like surprisingly okay. Um and three, it's clearness. It's really well- clear and it what Sometimes about the clearness like do you like? That you can it, it it almost looks like it almost looks like a lake, but it's an ocean in that it is often so clear in certain parts of it that you can just see the rocks, not sand, it's not sandy bottom, you can see rocks and pebbles and the seaweed and everything growing at the bottom of it. It just it it it's clear. It's like clear like a lake. But it's not a lake at all. It's the it's a sea. Okay, that's a really good answer. All right, now Drew, same question. Uh, what are, what are three characteristics? Yep, Wentworth Falls Lake. That was really easy. Uh, number one, nostalgia. Um, I guess because you know, growing up around it and had all had a lot of my key moments there and birthday parties and whatever and just time with friends. Yeah, um, love underwater. I don't know what you, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know either. I have no. I'm sorry. It was very rude of me just to try and make some sort of rumor like that. Mmm. 
<laughs> rumor. Rumor. Yes. Oh, gross. I'm never swimming in that water ever. Uh, number two, um, <laughs> it's a very, it, it just, it looks beautiful and, and I've probably taken more photos of it than of many, many other things. And I like taking lots of photos, but I just, I never get tired of taking photos of that lake. Um, oh, that's funny. Number three, it's a nice walk. I, I actually just like going for walks around it. And what Very about nice the answer. walking do you like? Like, why why do you like going walking around it? Does it, is it invigorating around it? Like, what's the deal with it bring, walking it brings around me, that specific? It brings, it, it brings me peace. I go there to think. I peace. I go there to think. It just, I, I just, it's a peaceful place for me. It calms me. It relaxes me. Okay. Does that help? That does help a lot. Now, boys. Good. Yes. What if I told you... What if I turned around and told you that this test isn't telling me just some, like, fun little tidbits about your favourite things? This tale is, test is telling me about how you see yourself, how your friends see you and what your friends are like, and how you like to have sex. I would ask how that to get that <laughs> from that. I'd like to know which one is which. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what answers what? What what gives you what? <laughs> okay. So your favorite animal. This is this is a test that I was watching this um psychologist or psychiatrist. Oh, is it because I like dogs and it's doggy style for goodness sake? <laughs> I was no, yuck. Oh god. No, I'm not answering I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that that's me. I'm just saying it is as the a penguin joke. thing no. about the men being in charge. No. I'll- <laughs> So the first one is, your, what are what is your favorite animal? And what's your three favorite characteristics? Now, your favorite animal tells us about how you see yourself. So Phil, you see yourself as a dog, which is you see yourself as, but not it's not specifically as a dog. It's these characteristics. It's loyal, playful, and curious. And what, oh wow! Yep, yeah, that's how you feel that you see yourself. Okay. I guess uh, so. And, yeah. and Drew, you see yourself as. Oh, you a, love the cold. You, well, you love the cold. Um, <laughs> you you love. What, oh my god, I can't even read my own handwriting. The way they have. Oh, the way they walk. So the way they the hold way they themselves. Move. You like the, the way, way they you move. move. <laughs> but it has to. Do I like with the, the way, way you move. <laughs> it has to do, it has to do with the way that he holds himself and the way that he, like, presents himself kind of thing. And your other thing mm-hmm. was your father parents take care of the young, which you see yourself as a fatherly figure. So that makes a little sense. Oh. Okay. Yeah, okay. Now the second one is, so, so, are we so far comfortable with this? Yes. Yes. Okay. The second one is your favourite article of clothing, and that tells us how your friends view you so the kind of person you actually project to your friends and this is quite interesting because uh phil you said the unboxed toy store shoes and you liked the nostalgia of them like the fact that they were the toy story shoes which a lot of your friends happen to be very old friends you happen to have some very very lifelong friends in your life yes that's true i do i I think i think that i'm quite in fact i have more long-term friends than short-term friends or acquaintances there you go um you like the look of them 
which your friends find you aesthetically pleasing, which yeah, I don't you're agree with that one. <laughs> I, I, I you're quite I'm fashionable. Not, no, yeah, I'm I don't, not. I don't, I'm not a fashionable. I'm quite out date with my fashion. I, I wear something for about ten years. You, yeah, you're bringing you're sweaters scruffy. back. Hold on, but you've 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 always had your look, but it's never out. It's never been out. It's never not suited what the current fashions are. Yeah. I, I think yeah. you dress very well, You're, actually. You, you dress Thank you, Drew. I appreciate that. Or thank, yeah. thank you very much, both of you. That's very really? kind of you to say. Yeah. There you go. I noticed it a long time ago. Really? Yeah, I've, I've yeah. always thought you dress nicely. You do. You dress very well. I just wear shoes, jeans, and a t-shirt normally with a jumper over it or a jacket. Yes, but it's very simple and it's very you. Like, it works. Yeah. And you never look out of place. Fair enough. Thank you very much. I appreciate that, both of you. Um, and the third one is your quirkiness, which we do find you very quirky and we find you very you interesting. Yeah, a bit unusual I am. That's true. <laughs> now, <Yes. laughs> now here's the, this is what I thought was quite funny. You said, Drew, your black Converse jacket. Yeah. And Phil said, I have never seen that on you. <laughs> which means, quite possibly... Your answers may not reflect what Phil thinks about you, but it may reflect what others think about you. <laughs> this could be interesting. <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. Oh, God. So you said it had a strong sentimental value. Yeah. I so think you're quite of... a sentimental person. Yeah, Aww. you are. Aww. I absolutely you... see that. Absolutely. Um, you, you said that it was... Uh, Filled with holes, but it always kept you perfectly warm. Like it didn't keep you too hot. It didn't keep you too cold. Yep. So even though very, in, this is my interpretation of it. Even though you feel you may be flawed, everyone still thinks you're great. Yeah, I, 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 I think you're great, but you probably do think you're flawed yourself, but you shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, and- very little comment from Drew there. He's on board with that one. And then the last one was you like the design, but yet it's still unique. Like, there's other things you've tried, but you still yeah, think true. that this one's perfect. Mm-hmm. Drew? Mm-hmm. <laughs> very this little is, from Drew. This is very, very close to the bone here. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 but, it's, it's, it's okay. I but just yeah, don't normally so... open up on these things. <laughs> yeah, no, you're telling me. I just had you guys telling me I dress fine and that I like dogs and that I'm loyal. Would you prefer if well... we just call you a bitch? Uh, let's go to the third one, Bianca. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's getting emotional. I apologize for that. But the last one's the no, funny okay. one. And the last yeah, one let's get to the one. sex. The, the last one is how you yeah. like to have sex. Which is it because I, we're talking uh, about body, bodies of water? Is because it's wet? That's that's what I assume it's I feel about, like but I just still think it's this, hilarious. This will be pointedly interesting for Bianca because now she can put a thought process to the sounds she's heard. Ew. No. <laughs> Let's get a... Anyway. Answer um, the questions here. So... <laughs> yuck. Just answer the questions here. So, Phil said this... You know what? I'm going to go to Drew first. No! (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Phil said the uh, sea um, or ocean off the coast... Yeah, the sea off the coast of Norway. 
Um, and it was a nostalgia and familiarity. So you like to be with people that you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this one, I was kind of like, oh, I don't quite know what that one means, but the temperature's just right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like them to be hot. Like, yes. You know, they need to be hot. See, like just right, you know? Yeah, what? Yeah, just right, just comfortable. Good save. Um, good, good save. And um, the clearness, and the reason why I got you to expand on that one is because you said it, it's um, it's clear like a lake, but it's it's an actually an ocean. So it's diverse. Mm. <laughs> it's diverse. Uh, I don't know about that one, but okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't know about that, but all right. I can't wait to hear Sarah Moon's thoughts on this. She I I can wait, you and won't. I don't need to. <laughs> you won't hear her thoughts on this. Let's get to Drew now. So we're talking Drew, about le- we're talking about Went- Wentworth Falls Lake. Wentworth Falls. So true. Again, yes. nostalgia. You like the familiarity. Yes. Um, it looks beautiful, and then that's when you admitted that you take a lot of photos of it. <laughs> oh, you take pictures after you. Yeah, so um, I don't know what you that also means. you also we add, you can add in an extra point for this one. You like to be in water. That's another point you can add to it. Okay, if oh. okay, if you want to clarify, if you want to clarify <laughs> no, the no, photos no, thing, no, no, I can no, clarify the photos the, thing. I can clarify the thought process in that, and it will actually I, I make mean, a lot more sense to this. It doesn't need to be, but okay, <laughs> if you think it's going to make more sense now, yeah, <laughs> try. Okay. Go for I th- it. I think it's that I I actually just can't get enough of of that lake. Like like no matter how many times I take a photo of it or whatever, there's always just something new and interesting that I find in it each time. That's that's why oh, like, that's... like I I have hundreds and hundreds of photos of that lake from different parts like, like from different areas around the lake, just different some kinds pictures. of shots. In you have some pictures from like out out your window, sometimes like hidden oh between two bins. <laughs> oh my god, you're actually ma- I'm trying I'm trying to be like serious and sensitive, and you're just ruining it. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, I ruining. am. I deserve yes. this for for your one just then. That's fair. <laughs> that, that's totally fair. But but legitimately, yeah, I I yeah. like whether it's a sunny day, a rainy. I think last time I was there, it was raining, and I got just incredible shots of in the rain. It just yeah. Mm. Anyway, that kind of clarifies photos. the thought process there. Yeah. How do sure. you like sex? A lot of photos. Um, next, nice walk was your last one, Drew. And, oh. and the reason why I asked you to expand on that was because you said it's calming, it relaxes you, it brings you peace. Yeah. So you like your sex that brings you peace. It's like candles and. Uh, you know. Yeah, I I more think that it's the after effect of sex. Of yeah, doesn't I, climax so bring better. everyone some peace? <laughs> Well, depends what kind of climax you like. But anyway, and just so you you two <laughs> don't feel overexposed and all that, I'll give you my answers because I did the test. So I was watching this on um, a, I was watching this psychologist explain this on YouTube the, uh, earlier, and um, she asked all the questions first. I answered the questions on a piece of paper, and then she gave the answers as I was reading it back. So. Um, How did she have the answers for you, you though, if she was on a video? No, 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 she didn't. She was explaining it to someone else, but she's like, you can try this at home and learn things about yourself. Okay. Yeah. So, um, my ones were... Where is it? I wrote it down. Um, 
Ah, here we go. Um, so my a favorite animal is a wolf, loyal, fierce, and it can be a loner until it finds a pack. That's how I see myself. Oh, that's is... good. I see that too. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, jeans was my favorite thing, which is how my friends see me. Which this one was funny because mine was it, they work with anything. They're co- like they're very versatile. They're comfortable and they give me a nice ass. <laughs> It's like I've got a nice ass in them. I was like, so oh, that's you... how my friends see so... me. Nice ass. I see. You're the nice ass and... of the group. Thank you. And my <laughs> sex was, uh, my, my, my how I like sex is the ocean, expansive, deep, and mysterious, which I was like, ugh. Oh, <laughs> Bianca. <laughs> Bianca. I know. It's I almost know. like you it's almost like you answered that knowing it was about sex. I know. It was it was like the perfect descriptive words and I was like, oh my god, that's so bad. Hey Phil, do you feel better after hearing that? I think yeah. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I just I uh, wanted you guys to not feel terrible. I don't feel terrible about yeah, my I don't feel I'm, terrible. Perfect, I'm perfectly acceptable. I'm, I, that I, yeah. ex- well, that I exposed you on My my air. answers almost feel flattered by most of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, it, it is true. That is how yeah. we see you. The yeah. the loyal stuff, nostalgic. The steed, the loyal steed. You are very nostalgic, in my opinion, but that's just. Oh, I, I but see, no, but see, I I know I am. I, I in fact, most of my my brain capacity is taken up by memories, nostalgia memories of random moments, not of relevant things, not of interesting things, just of really specific random little moments. But you and I are alike in that we wear our nostalgia like a badge of honor. Yeah, oh, I fucking love nostalgia. I, I, I can, yeah, recite the most random little moments, bizarre little moments. But I like that. I wouldn't change anything about it. I think it's uh, Look, people are missing it, out by not having nostalgia. You did nostalgia. it an hour ago when when you messaged the group chat and you quoted Jurassic Park in it, or the second one actually. <laughs> did I? Yeah, let's get this movable beast on the road. Oh, yeah. That was Pete yes, Postlewaite in The Lost World. <laughs> it, it was. You know, I know it was, but I just didn't even think about it. You know, I said it. You know what's yeah. funny, Drew? I said that in his voice as I typed it out, but I didn't pay attention to the fact that I was quoting Jurassic Park 2. But oh. I know it's from Jurassic Park 2. Yeah. That's... Yeah, of course but, it is. But oh. isn't it interesting, all these little things that we don't know that we're saying about ourselves? Like, I've done that. I, I did that with a couple yeah. of other people today. And everyone was like, oh my god, that's so accurate. Like, I didn't yeah. think about it. Like Did you that. do it with Carmen and Audrey? I have done it with Carmen and Audrey, yes. Do you remember what their answers were? <laughs> I will not reveal. <laughs> I will not reveal that on air, no. Mm. I do know what their ah, answers were, and they were quite hilarious. I think the sex I, one is I the funniest, because no one knows they're answering that. And it's just so... <laughs> we are absolutely it's... having an after show that we do not record. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yes. we have an, we have another friend that we should be doing this on. Yes, who, oh, who, yeah. who might live who might live above them. We definitely uh, should. I will try this on everyone. I think those answers would be. Um, yeah, so that's <laughs> that's a very interesting test, Bianca. Very very fascinating oh. test. But yeah, honestly, like the, that's the, fascinating. The, the way the mind works, it's quite interesting. Yeah. yeah. And what we relate yeah. to what. I find that very fascinating. And you know what's you know what's really funny though is is and I don't know uh, Drew, you might have felt the same. In fact, Bianca, you too, like everyone that's answered this. What's interesting is that you're not quite sure 
with some of them the answers you're not quite sure of the answer one or one or one or the answer one of the answers or two of the answers you might know for sure what you're going to say um set off the battle may have thought about that kind of thing beforehand but it's interesting that some of the answers you may kind of like the one with me on the fly i was trying to think about do i like my favorite jumpers what is it no nah, nah, it's probably shoes and i know it's specifically for that set of shoes and the reasons for that set of shoes if I just said shoes in general, I could say I like the way they make me look. I like the colors of them. I think they tell a little bit about, about personality. Whereas I went for something more specific than that. So I don't know if you felt the same, Drew, where you kind of weren't sure of what your answer was going to be and then kind of and then settled in the, down on in something. In the moment, yeah, it just sort of comes to you when you're forced to hmm. give a quick answer. And then it, it you get an like answer that that's so relevant. It was like that with me for jeans. For jeans, yeah. I was like, and that's why I think I copped out at the end with the nice ass because I couldn't like... I was like, why am I obsessing over jeans? But mm. it was like, what are my favorite? And I thought maybe it's my hoodies because I like wear hoodies a lot. But then I was like, no, I really like a comfortable pair of jeans. Like, they, they suit it's, me. But it's true. You wear comfy jeans all the time. Yeah, mm. I love my comfy jeans. They're the best. Yeah. yeah. Um, let us then, on the back of that and the psychology of it and the unusualness of it, um, I guess move on to our second kind of area of who's in control. And that is Britney Spears. Is she in control? Drew? What it's a very good this? question. And we're, we're all still wondering ourselves, really. Um, so Britney Spears has been an icon in the media for years, years and years and years. And for almost... 22 years 21 years i think she started in 97 or 98 was that before or after mouseketeers i'm talking about like globally she wasn't she wasn't a global name like we didn't know her when she was in the mickey mouse club very we didn't watch mickey mouse club over here very often yeah no i don't even know what it is but anyway yeah i was like i guess like saturday disney sort of thing really Right. I was so like I young was talent time, but Disney. it was it was like yeah. young talent time, but Disney. Because I just remember there was Mouse House, which was had three Mickey Mouse cartoons every morning just before Sunday Disney. Oh, the yeah. Mickey. Oh, I, do you guys remember yeah. Saturday Club Disney? With Saturday the, Disney. With Dis- yes. Saturday Disney, but with like Dan. Yeah, there were the people on it, and they did Double and Dog Mel. Dare and stuff like that. Yeah, and then you could send remember- in the thing, Drew. Send in the thing. Oh, the Saturday Disney Letter of the Week, Lockbag 8777, Eastwood, New South Wales, 2122. And on the back, that. please remember to include your name, age, address, and telephone number. And please take a photo of what you're sending, because unfortunately, we can't send it back to you. Yes, I remember. No. Um, I also remember Shelley that Craft being so one of the hosts. That creepy. Yeah, Shelley Craft, Mel, yep. and Dan. Yep, I remember them. I also remember I, the, the competition house. line for Cheese TV, by the way. <laughs> well, Drew, I also remember the house The house on Saturday Disney needs to change. It started out it as did, a house yeah. and then it became an apartment. Yep, because they kept redoing the set. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jesus, but anyway. that's really, really in-depth knowledge. Yep. Nostalgia. And by the way, Amer- uh, she became a big thing. Britney became a big thing in um, Australia in 1998. Well, there you go. With her that's first album, baby one more time she was originally mm. a she was originally the uh, accompaniment act for the NSYNC tour right what a shock 
Uh, Drew, hit me with the information. Well, basically, it's been it's sort of been an on and off uh, thing over the last several years, but there's been a movement known as Free Britney. So, the way this has come about is that if if you all remember, several years ago, she appeared to have a very public meltdown. And there'd always been words here and there throughout the paparazzi and the media about what her life was like behind closed doors. And it had, um, there'd always been a bit of a question mark over how much control she really had over her life, um, over her decisions with her music, with her personal life, everything like that. And then this meltdown just happened out of nowhere, after which she was put into a mental institution for a number of days before um, being placed under a conservatorship, which is that someone is put in charge of you. They, they are in charge of your health, your day-to-day, your finances. They have complete control over your life. It's something generally reserved for... Um, for the elderly that are incapable, um, for people that are mentally ill, not for pop stars. And well, not for someone who is likely to recover. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, it's mostly for like people who have dementia or people who have incurable illnesses and are late in their lives or like early in their lives and never going to wake up again. Stuff yeah. like that. So, it was somewhat somewhat questionable, not only that she was put under it, but that it was her father that petitioned for it and to have it be made permanent and not a short-term thing. He then looked after her health and day-to-day and they had someone else looking after her finances and between the two of them, they look, they've been looking after her entire life. Um, recently it's come up again because in the last 12 months there has been some questions over the behaviour of her father toward her son. Um, there was an alleged report of abuse. Oh, it was reported that her father abused her 13-year-old son. Like, physically or sexually? They... I think it was physical. Okay. Right. Because I've yeah. always been suspect of him doing something on toward to the girls because he's just that kind of odd person. He is weird, isn't he? Like, like you can... There's something off. But basically, he's recently... Um, he's recently stepped down as conservator, as has the other guy... And the other guy did it basically with immediate effect. Just just wanted to be done. So both of them have need to have needed to be replaced with other conservators. And as such, it's come to the courts to be reassessed next month as to whether or not she even needs one. Well, I hope it comes out she doesn't, because that's quite a sad life to lead if she does. Yeah, it is, and and in fact, I I was I was reading about earlier this other situation um, several weeks ago. Sarah just showed me on TikTok, 
Britney Spears just doing really weird kind of pointless videos where not much happens in them. Yeah, and, and they're then there's all a conspiracy. Not just that, there's a conspiracy going on where in one of the videos, someone commented something along the lines of, if you need, if you help, need help, wear yellow in the next video. And in the next video, she wore yellow, a yellow top. Um, and then it started, you know, it's along the lines of this free Britney kind of movement, as you say, Drew. Yeah. But this is one of them because her, her TikTok videos are very pointless where, where not much happens in them. It's really unusual and, and, and yeah, nothing really happens in them. Um, but yeah, so basically, uh, she, whether she saw the comment or not, she coincidentally wore yellow in the next video almost as if she, it's a cry for help. She needs help. Well, she should never have been put into this situation oh. in the first place. I mean, like... Look, she like, had a legitimate mental breakdown. Like, that wasn't normal yeah. what she did. Oh, um, yeah. Like, that wasn't considered healthy for anyone. But, but well, how do they... What I'm trying to understand is how they can deem it that she needs that, but then they put her on a world tour month, like a month or two after she got put under it. Well, no, and then also I, there's the song, which again was a very big part of Sarah and I's USA road trip. Um, Peace of Me by Britney Spears. You know, it's crazy. I know it is the chicken song because it's do, 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 bakak, like that. And you want a piece of me in that voice. Yeah. But if you listen to the lyrics, that song is literally about just being forced into the spotlight and just being there and under all this scrutiny all the time. It's such a sad kind of dark song. It's an amazing song. I have so much more respect for it now than just being the chicken song. But it's, it's um, yeah, there's so much to it. Like, it's an interesting song, really interesting song. So it's just interesting that, you know, there's all this going on. And that song did come out just after when she was recovering from her, her breakdown. And, and yeah. I, that, it's, yeah, yeah. It, she has not had an easy life. She literally pulled her parents out of her trailer, the trailer park. Like, it wasn't mm. anything else that got them out of there. It wasn't like her parents were going to suddenly become well-knowledged. It was just because they leached off their daughter's talents, which, Absolutely. I don't know. It was just an awkward situation. But I, I feel sorry for her, and I feel the fact sorry for the fact that she is now in this situation where she has to prove her mental capability after all of this time. But I also wonder legitimately what is her mental capability because she does act quite childlike on her videos and stuff. Well, like, to that is... point, Drew, to that point, Drew, you were talking about the song where she sounds like a real person. I've now looked up as well, um, you know, clips of her singing with such a soulful kind of deep, I awesome the, sounding I, voice. I did the same, yeah. Yeah, she has this wonderful deep voice, yet all of her commercial songs all sound like a child. Yeah, I, um, I, I did what you did. I went and looked for some videos of her singing with her actual voice, and it's stunning. And that was... Okay, so for me, the research... like I'd seen all the stuff popping up in the media, but the research started because I'd been re-watching Glee, and I got to the Britney episode, and... As I was watching, I, I, was, I kept thinking of one a tune for one of her songs in my head, and I'm going, "Why? Like, what is this? 
why can't I remember this song? I know this. This is one of her biggest hits and it wasn't in the episode and it turned out it was every time. So I went and put it on and as I was listening, I, I just went, wow, like this, I forgot how good this was, but I forgot how pointedly different it sounds and how different her voice sounds. And I was reading about how she had been made to sing with the baby voice very early on as her and Christina Aguilera had both come out of the Mickey Mouse Club at the same time, had been heading into singing careers and they couldn't both sound the same. So Britney had no choice but to put on the baby voice. And it's such a shame because she's got an incredible voice. And we're just not hearing it. I don't know if she still would have that voice, though, because, like, vocal training is very hard and you have to keep up with it to keep that level of voice. I Just from experience, I do not have the same voice I had when I was singing every day. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't know how much of it she had, but I know that at one point she was amazing. Yeah, well, it's... <sighs> It's disappointing, I think but it's... I hope she can find that again. I do too. And when was the whole Madonna kind of... when? You remember how big of a deal that was that two... That was like, 2003, girls, 2003, that two 2004. That on stage? It just yeah. doesn't feel like it fits into her image of the... Because the breakdown was in, what, 2007, 2008? It just well, doesn't feel like the kissing... Well, that was while she still had control over herself as well. And you got to remember, right. she wasn't... She wasn't a... Um, adult but how much, at that point. But she how was, much control did she have of herself then? No, because she the, the, those were her 20s. That was her Miley Cyrus years. And hang on. Wait, wait. So she was quite a young person. Well, Madonna would have been, what, like 78 at that time? Because <laughs> she's, what, she's, she's 100... A, probably, probably around she's, her 50s at that time. She's 147 no, she's in now. Her, isn't, she in her, like, now. isn't she in her 60s or 70s now? No, I feel like she's much older than that. Oh, she's now. 61. I had to Google it. She's 61. Oh, okay. So in 2005, I'm not really good at maths off the top 15 of my head. 15 years ago. 15 years ago. So she would have been, what, 45? 46. She's 61. Yeah, 46. There you go. Yeah. Oh, fuck. She's actually turning 62 in August. So she would have been actually 47. Damn. Wait, are you just I... saying she's 62 in August? Yeah. yeah. Oh, so not 162. Oh, sorry, she just looks like she's a lizard. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, no, okay, that's crazy. But it's just crazy how she... <sighs> yeah, okay. But that wasn't during Britney's breakdown yeah, but, time. But, but that's, that's nonetheless, the thing. Yeah. At that point, like, Britney would have been... What? She was... She's only she's 38 now. Fuck, yeah, she she's only still would've... really young. She's the same age as my sister-in-law. Um, and she, I don't mean it in disrespectful or in any way sort of a sexist sort of remark no, no. like that, but she's looking rough at the moment if you watch her TikTok videos. But she's, she's looking rough. She's, yeah, she's not that old. So she only would have been, what, 23, 24 at that time? Yeah. So, yeah, it is actually weird looking back on it. It was a 23-year-old kiss making out with Madonna at 47. Isn't that crazy, though, as well, that that was such a big thing, but nowadays, like, oh, well. Yeah, it shows you what the, the, the evolution of television as well. Yeah, it's crazy. But um, yes, that was her Miley Cyrus year. So those were the years where yeah. she had control over herself. 
So she was experimenting and she was just an early 20 year old. Like we, we think of her as so much older because she was always so much older than us. Yeah. But like she was a kid and then she had a mental breakdown because no one would take her seriously or Mm. the paparazzi wouldn't leave her alone. Everything in her life was scrutinized and she had become, she was trying to be something different, but at the same time, I'm guessing her manager and her people were telling her she had to be something else. And that must have been confusing mm. for her. Uh, it just would have been, you'd, she would have felt trapped. You know, I think it's wonderful that she's, I think it's awful that she's got this kind of chain around her, but nonetheless, I think that it is good that she's still, honestly, that she's still around and able to push on through this. The fact that yeah, she's being, still alive. Being trapped. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like it to be trapped, so heavily trapped, but still be alive is yeah, wonderful. I hope she finds some freedom in herself. I hope she gets released and then finds some freedom. But what I was trying to say earlier was like I don't know not that she'd be mentally sound, but just the fact that when your life is controlled to that degree, like I wonder if she knows how to look after herself. Hmm. Because I'm sure they did, like, a lot of her things for her just because they didn't want her to control it. Yeah. But if she is left to her own devices, it's like letting a 17-year-old out into the big wide world for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, I think I think it's it's really tough, but no good on her for... for- and, and while we think that she should get freed, or I think she should be freed and yet to live her own device, life left to mm. her own devices, I mixed up two things. Um, what about Kanye West? Should he be committed? Yes. <laughs> Conversely, while we're freeing Britney, are we trapping Kanye? Yes, so he, he had his uh, presidential speech um campaign launch speech the other day and it was basically just um in typical kanye style incoherent pile of absolutely incoherent ramblings from a madman basically um much like the song um what's the song by by kanye west where it's poopity scoop poopity scoop scoop poop doop 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 poopity scoop doop doop yep that song um Kanye West in a nutshell, basically. In fact, if he had said that at the speech, I think that he would have come across a lot more sane um, than what he actually did. At least he's quoting did. his own lyrics. Yeah, and exactly. They, they exist because, uh, for those of you who don't know, just Kanye had his presidential run. He's had a week. He had his presidential run, declared that Harriet Tubman, who is a massive, I didn't know how big she was, like, because we're Australian and we don't follow mm. American politics, but she basically freed a whole bunch of slaves and ran the underground uh, railroad road, which freed slaves from their slave masters and got them from the south to the north. Um, yep, right. She freed over 300 people, apparently, or maybe even more. I'm, I'm not good with American history. But anyway, she he said that she didn't free any slaves. Um, and everyone in the audience who was black and probably very big fans of Harriet Tubman were like, boo, no. And there was like, <laughs> no, there was actually silence throughout the audience and then they reacted badly. Um, it was just kind of like, what the hell? 
Uh, then he said that he almost got aborted. His dad wanted to abort him, and his mum saved his life because his new oh, political that stance. Horrible woman, <laughs> dude. But his political stance on abortion is that abortion is terrible. Of course, he thinks that it was going to affect him. Um, and then he said that he tried to convince Kim to abort North. Well, uh, he can't have that opinion then. But then he's like, I almost killed my daughter and that would have been terrible. Like, he started crying. And it just looked like he was having a mental breakdown. And it literally reminded me of Britney shaving her head back in 2006. And he talks Um, about, at that moment, he talks about how he couldn't get Kim to do it because his father had wanted him aborted or something like that. And and Yeah, yeah, like... He mentions all of that, and he's like, I almost died, and my mother saved me. And But then, so that happened, and everyone was like, whoa, Kanye's nuts. Um, and a lot of people were making fun of him, which I was like, that's terrible. But we also did make fun of Britney, so I'm not surprised. Um, <laughs> and then he started also, going Britney's not running rats. for president. Well, he's not running for president, let's be real. He, he, well, he's disguising whatever he's doing is running for president. He's also, America is at a very serious point in terms of politically, I think probably the most serious situation it's ever found itself in having such a, a nut job, it, basically Hitler-esque. And if you disagree with me, you're, you don't know what Hitler did, honestly. Um, you know, Hitler-esque kind of person up top. And uh, yet here he is thinking it's a great time to chime in with some publicity for himself, probably for an upcoming album, let's be honest. Um, well, he and does that's have just an upcoming not... album coming out. Well, so. there you go. And that's just not appropriate at the moment, and yet he's doing it. Well, so, honestly, it I think worse. he deserves to be made fun of. It got worse. So then he jumped up on Twitter and started tweeting about how his daughter will never be on a uh, front cover of Playgr- Playboy. So Kim was on front cover of Playboy. Hmm. And then I think she he was trying to say, I would never sell my, sex, my daughter's sex tape. But he spelt sex rape, um, and which was very uncomfortable for everyone. Oh, um, and oh, basically throwing Chris under the bus there because everyone knows Chris sold Kim Kim's Kim. Yeah, Kim's married to Kanye. Everyone knows that uh, Chris sold Kim's sex tape. Like it's common knowledge. Um, at this yep. point, they just pretend like it didn't happen, which is so weird. Your mum sells your te- sex tape. Ew. Um. And then, yeah, he went on this very long Twitter rant and apparently said that Kim and Kris Jenner were trying to get him committed and that his Get Out, the movie, was based on his life. I read that one. (laughs) Jesus. And that if if they locked him up, it was going to be like Mandela. And then he also compared himself to Bill Cosby, which I think was the wrong tone. Um... (laughs) No, but that's fine. That's fine. I mean, yeah, that's look, that's I, acceptable. <laughs> I don't have a problem with that because I mean, if you look at the current president, you can compare him to any pedophile or that's, predator. That's true, but I don't think he wanted to go. I don't think or he someone wanted that to do gets the away predator. with predator. Hmm. Well, oh, that would yeah, be uh, Kim's father was the lawyer in the O.J. Simpson case, so yeah, six I degrees of mother. separation. Oh no, not even no. sorry. Stepmother. No, it was it was the no, yeah, it was Robert. the actual Kardashian, Robert. Yeah, Robert. Um David Schwimmer for those watching Crime Story. 
Yeah, so, but anyway, Kanye is also having a mental breakdown this week, and it looks like Kim's divorcing him, which I was kind of just waiting for that to happen. Like, it wasn't... What? I was just waiting for Kim to have another divorce. When? Well, the last one lasted about three days, didn't it? 72, I think. That was right. a good record. That was a good run. Kanye West tweets, I'm trying to divorce Kim Kardashian. Yes, and apparently Kim's also looked at lawyers. There's Kim a... Kardashian requests compassion for Kanye West's bipolar disorder. Yes, so that's the thing. Kanye West has been diagnosed in the past with bipolar disorder, but clearly he's off his meds and no one's taking care of him. Because when you do have bipolar disorder and you go off your meds, you do need your friends to be nearby. And clearly they weren't nearby because they weren't close enough to take the phone off of him to stop him from tweeting. So, yeah. I have a very low opinion of the Kardashian family, so... I have the lowest opinion. Same. Oh, I think I can go lower than you. I just don't have an opinion on them because they really don't rank that highly for me. One of my yep. favourite things that my mum says about the Kardashians, and I completely agree, it's just that Kris Jenner, the mother, is the madam of a broth- the brothel, and she's yep. basically used yeah, all much. of her daughters to have be famous. Yep. Couldn't yep. agree more. Um, shall we get to our sick hint of the week? Man, that came up fast. It did come up fast. I just looked at the time. Um, yeah. I do think, though, that it should go to Britney Spears, I think. Um, I would agree. For being in an unfortunate situation, we go we go along with the Free Britney movement. And also, uh, what a shame we didn't get that soul voice that she had. Um, man, what a world it would be with that, with that voice in it. Mm. Uh, yes, Britney Spears, I think you are this week's sick Kent of the week. I guess, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. does though. That does though bring us to our what the quote. And Bianca, oh. you had our what the quote from last week, I believe. Yes, yes, I did. Uh, I'll, what the quote from last week was: "There is no crying in baseball," which is my best Tom Hanks impression because that's Tom Hanks from a league of their own. That's funny when you say it. Like I, I totally hear it as. Tom Hanks in his kind of shouting voice. Yeah, his Woody voice, where he's yelling stuff. Like, yeah, go get yeah. Andy. You are a toy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, that... Drew, do you have a quote for this week? Otherwise, I do have a quote. You go ahead. Okay, no <laughs> problem at all. This quote, I want you to tell me, audience. Please reach out to us. Goes a little something like this: Hey, Janelle, what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. <laughs> That's the quote for this I week. I know the answer. That, that quote one. once again. That quote once again is, Hey Janelle, what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. <laughs> like that. Do you two know what that's from? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Excellent. Good, good, good. <laughs> it's followed Please reach by out to us. an amazing thing. I think yes, that's an amazing like thing. one of Ugh. the best quotes you could get from that one. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. Uh, followed by, yeah, it's followed by, Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. Come home. Uh, yes. But anyway, the quote once again. Hey, Janelle, what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. Yes, reach out to us. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, however you want to. Kent and the Steering Team, Cat Street Podcast, um, SoundCloud as well, or any of the 
um, podcast directories where you listen to your podcasts and leave us a review along with your comments. Just just the, re- the the rating and then the word or the the title of what this thing's from. That'd be fine. People won't know what the hell you're referring to, but that doesn't matter. We do. Uh, and, yes, uh, that'll happy do it. One hundred fiftieth. Thank you very much. Yeah, happy one hundred fiftieth to you too. Drew, we did it. We've been present for all one fifty. I'm proud of us. I'm genuinely very proud of us. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's something to be we proud of. Yeah. Thank you, audience, for listening. We appreciate it. And um, here's to another 150 and beyond. To infinity and beyond. Team, Bianca, Drew, Phil, till we meet again next week. What do we say, Drew? Yep. Yep.